All right. Welcome to the Real Conversations podcast. I am your host, Kelly Scar. Today, my friends, we've got a probably arguably the most hilarious realtor on social media today. Uh, Matt, is it Leonetti or Lionetti? Leonetti. Fuck, you know, I was in the shower this morning and I'm like, Leonetti, Lionetti. Lion, Leon. Leon. Yeah. It's got to be Leonetti. I, I, yeah, I, I mostly totally get Lionetti. okay so i'm gonna as always we're gonna jump into the bio and then we're gonna jump into the conversation so matt leonetti is a realtor serving toronto and surrounding areas matt's outgoing personality mixed with his hard work ethic makes the buying and selling process both stress-free and successful his use of marketing has been recognized as unconventional to say the least and that's just the way that he likes it welcome to the show my friend thank you for doing this thanks thanks for having me i'm excited um yeah i'd like i guess I, I want to jump into your background, but first I, you know, I saw you on the broke agent on Instagram and that's, okay. that's how I started following you. I was like, holy shit, this guy is hilarious. Right. So <laughs> I, I just, I started liking all of your videos and then, you know, I DM'd you a couple of times. You got back to me and which is actually surprising, I, like a huge celebrity like yourself that, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get back to yeah, you, you know. and like, you know, you and Tom Cruise are actually tweeting at me and, and DMing, sliding into my DMs now on Instagram. Yeah, Tom, I can't stand Tom, you know what? He's always on my back. He's, you know, I, I take some of his parts sometimes and he doesn't really doesn't yeah, it's appreciate horrible, it. So. It's got to be horrible. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's jump into the background a little bit. Um, so, you know, tell me where you're from, where you came from. Like, you know, uh, you know no realtor is, this is typically a second or third or fourth uh, yeah. career, right? So let's kind of, let's go back. And uh, kind of start, what were you doing before real estate? So I was a musician. I was a touring okay. musician. Um, and that's how I made my living. I taught music. I was a touring musician. Um, and I would just, yeah, tour around with other artists. I would play on their albums, stuff like that. And then um, it just got so much. I did it right out of high school for like six years or whatever. I actually saw that and, post on Instagram. You posted up a picture of, of you and your band back when you were in high school. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Good. Oh, yeah, that's one of the signed the photo and everything. But, yeah, we thought it was like us and the Jonas Brothers. They, the Jonas <laughs> Brothers ultimately won, but you know, we were, we were right there. But, awesome. Um, yeah, so it did that for so long, and it was just, it was just getting hard. There's a lot of traveling. It's like a shady industry. Like, I mean, every industry is kind of shady, anyways. But it was just a lot of traveling. I didn't really want to do it anymore. So then I was just like, shit, I don't know what I'm gonna do. That's all I invested. I invested everything into that. I had really no other skill set that I knew of. Um, and I decided I wanted to walk away. I told everyone, you know what, I think I'm going to try real estate. And they're like, you know, you only like, you don't make a salary. You just make money when you sell homes. And I was like, I'm a musician. I don't fucking make any money anyway. So like, <laughs> it <was> a, <laughs> used to it. I was like, what, you can make something selling a house. That's sick. So like I, uh, I made the jump. I did the courses. And then uh, I started with Keller Williams in Toronto when I got my license just over three years ago now. Started on a team. Um, I did one team in Toronto for uh, about a year. And then I left that team to get close because I'm about 45 minutes out of Toronto. That's where I sell a lot as well. So I went to another team for my second year. Um, and then after that, I just had so much experience I found. And I found I just couldn't really showcase my personality on a team. And I had kind of bigger plans of how I want to market myself and things like that. And that's, uh, I left the team and started doing what I'm doing now. And that's, uh, yeah. 
So yeah. So for any, anybody that, that, uh, that doesn't follow you or, uh, has never heard of you, um, you know, probably few and far between where, where can they reach out to you? Like where, where are you spending most of your time on social these days? Uh, Instagram is my, is my biggest one. Yeah. I do Facebook as well. I'm starting to grow the YouTube channel too. Um, goes hand in hand, I guess, but Instagram's where I, I focus mainly. And, and your handle is just first name, last name, right? Yeah. Matt dot Leonetti. Okay. All right, cool. So, yeah. so make sure if you're, if, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching the video on YouTube, on Facebook, wherever, make sure you reach out to this guy and, and uh, follow him up because he is, he is quite hilarious. Where did the, the concept, the idea for these videos, actually, before I get there, who the hell is Kim? <laughs> Kim's no one. She's, Kim's she's, no one. Okay. She's, she's uh, so all the voices are my fiance. Okay. Um, so she does everything and I write the, and whatever but most of the videos are things that have happened to me and I just kind of exaggerate a bit for cinematic effect right but um yeah that's Kim is just kind of a character I've made I, I thought it'd be funny to just kind of always harp on Kim and um like my as my kind of assistant and she's right. always there and, and so that's what I do so Kim's just and she's kind of based on a real person you know, it's, it's funny that you say that the, the, the content for your videos comes from past experiences. Yeah. You know, I I've had, I've been in this business for about 14 years now. I'm going to year 14 and I've done a lot of blogging. I've done a lot of content creation and I've always had this question, you know, where do you come up with ideas for your content? And I'm like, if you're in real estate, you've got a million and one different stories that you can tell, right? The good stuff and the bad stuff, right? So it's, it's awesome. It's inspiring to hear that you're, this is, this is where you're pulling your content from is from the experiences (laughs) that you've had. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's Kim. And that's kind of just what I do. I just do stuff that I think is funny and that's um, what is, what has happened. That's how this kind of all started. I always said to the, the team lead on my old team, I would always say like, you know, my last year in real estate, I'm just going to, I'm just going to like go all out. I'm going to say, and I'm saying like in like 50 years, I'm going to like just say whatever I want to clients and do whatever and just say anything. And then when I left the team, I was like, Oh, why don't I just do that now? And it'll be, it'll be funny if I just kind of say what everyone's thinking all the time, Right. but you can't really say what, I mean, now I've, I've actually do kind of say some of that shit sometimes. So, um, because people like the, the honesty I've found, but um, that's how it all started. I was like, well, why don't I just say what everyone's thinking? And I knew it was either going to be like, you can either go all in with it and like, okay, people are going to like it and it's going to be cool. Or people are going to be like, what, like, what the fuck's this guy doing? So Do I you have like, your I, haters. <laughs> you must have yeah. your haters. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're probably mostly they're- real estate agents. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot. But I'm surprised how the the real estate agents, like the response is mainly awesome. Like most realtors are just so, they absolutely love it. I thought I was going to have way more hate from realtors, but I get a bit, but like, I don't, whatever. Just, that's their thing. Probably mostly be. to do with the, the swearing and the F-bombs and stuff like that, right? I mean. Yeah, the swearing, they just think it's unprofessional. And right. I, I just, I don't, what is, like, what's professional? I mean, right. who who made up so i mean that's if you look at like gary v and stuff he drops an f-bomb every three words 
Yeah. But then you'll have people saying, yeah, but you're not Gary V. But I, you know, my response to that is, you know what? Fuck it. Like I, I swear in front of my clients all the time. They swear in front of me. Like it's just a part of my vernacular. It's just the way that that's the way that I speak. Right. And you know, it's funny that, that other agents will say, well, it's a, it's a sign of a lack of intelligence. Uh, it's actually not. <laughs> There's actually yeah. studies done where people that actually swear a lot are actually quite intelligent, right? They, yeah. It's not that I'm, I'm, you know, at a loss for words. It's just I use it as an expressive most times, right? Yeah, and, and that's yeah. I agree a hundred percent. That's just kind of where it is. So, like, I mean, I don't know. It's every, it's everyone has their own thing. Um, I just feel like you're going to attract like-minded people and that's who I want to work with anyways. I don't want to work right. with someone who's like stuck up and, and like not, not into whatever. So I just do whatever I want. And then people who are like me reach out and that's how I get my business as well. So how long, how long have you been doing the videos for? Like, I think I saw uh, you in the brokerage in a, a couple of months ago. Yeah. So about a, a year, but so I year. left my last okay. team. I left my last team last March or February. And I think I did my first video um, in July. Okay. And and where, where is that living? Is that living on your YouTube channel? So if I went over to your YouTube channel, I'll be able to find those videos. Uh, They're all on my Instagram. If you go down. Oh, okay. Uh, The first one is this. It was a listing video and um, it's called the, I call it the shut the front door video. So it's, I just like keep almost swearing in the video. So I say like, this is an awesome house. If you don't like it, you can shut the, and then I clip it and go front door and I'm in front of the front door. And stuff <laughs> right. like that. So that was a, yeah. the house was not, it wasn't a good house. So I was like, shit, how am I going to like market this? And it was last minute, literally the worst quality on my iPhone, no mics or anything. Had my fiance film it for me. I was like, I just need something um, to, to make this property stand out. So I did that video and it just went crazy the first day. I actually got three calls off the video um, and two people offered on it that day and it sold in like 12 hours or something. Wow. Yeah. So That's I was like, insane. Yeah. So I was like, well, shit, that works. Yeah. So then I, I started doing videos and then I just always had a bunch of video concepts that I wanted to do. And I just wasn't confident enough because I thought, you know, everyone's saying, oh, no, you can't do that. That's, that's unprofessional. Like people aren't going to take you seriously. And then after that one, I was like, you know, I'm just going to do everything and whatever. Right. And then it's kind of went into this. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you're getting, you're getting calls kind of off your first video. A friend of mine, um, Dale Chumbly, I don't know if you know who that is, but uh, he had a little blog that he put together. I say little facetiously. It, it was, it was actually quite big. Uh, it was called 365 things to do in Vancouver, Washington. And he, you know, he started with his iPhone 3G. That's how long ago this was, right? And he was shooting content off of his iPhone every single day for 365 days. And it was, you know, 365 things to do in Vancouver, Washington. I remember having a conversation with him about that whole blog and and whether it brought him business and, and all that kind of stuff. And it was actually surprising to find out this is, this is, you know, what social media does, right? Somebody's out there doing something like that or doing what you're doing and they automatically think that there's success that's coming as a result of that, right? Otherwise, mm-hmm. would they, why would they keep continually shooting the videos that they're doing? Yeah. Um, Dale didn't wind up getting business until after the blog was done, until after that full year of shooting content. Yeah. yeah. So it took that's him crazy. a long time to actually start to that, that 
the content to start to aggregate and people started starting to find it and actually him directly getting business attributable business to the blog. So it's awesome that you're actually starting to get business from it almost immediately. And I guess that could be, you could be pointing to almost to the shift in social and the way that the interaction is done now, especially with Instagram and the way that Instagram has absolutely exploded over the years. Yeah. Like I've done, I did a deal like last month, pretty much completely over Instagram. Wow. Like with, with another agent. I mean, we obviously had phone calls and stuff, but it started on Instagram Yeah, and it's crazy how that that's all working now. And that's, I get a lot of people reaching out too now because people just reach out and they're like, Hey, like we wanted to reach out because you know, you just seem genuine and we don't think you're going to like try and sell us something. Like we're, we're about eight months out right now buying, but we just had some questions and we feel comfortable talking to you. And yeah. that's so cool. Right. I'm just doing stupid videos right. that are so much fun. They're like, I absolutely love doing them. So, so do you do all of your own editing as well? Yeah. Except for like, so I have some, I have a videographer Oleg who does some of the like more involved ones, like the Freddie Mercury one. Right. Uh, I did a Backstreet Boys one. Those ones are shot professionally and then he edits them. But right. most of them I do with my iPhone 10. Mm-hmm. I have like a little setup. I have a, I have a shotgun mic, a lav mic, uh, a stabilizer, gimbal thing. And uh, yeah, I shoot it like that. And then I edit it myself in Final Cut Pro. You know, there's, there's, I remember I saw, this is like, this is how long I've been doing video for. Like back in 2012, I was on a Inman stage and talking about video. And I remember I had, I was in the middle of these two guys, one guy on, on the, on my, uh, on my left, he was there to sell a video app that, that he had developed. So that's all he ever wanted to talk about. Uh, the other guy on my right had a videographer following him around Inman and paid this videographer a salary. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm the only agent that's got, at the time I was using my flip cam, right? To show oh, nice. Video blogs. Nice. And I was doing all of my own editing and all that kind of stuff. And I was shooting like, I would shoot all of my video content on a Sunday and you know, I would, it'd be like, Hey, happy Monday. This is Kelly Scar, Calgary real estate connection you know, go through the video blog, the content, I'd get up, I'd change my shirt, sit back down. Hey, happy Tuesday, (laughs) happy Wednesday, right? So I'd shoot all the content on one day and then I would sit down and edit it and then I would upload it Monday to Friday. And so I'm sitting there at this conference between these two jokers and, uh, you know, this one guy is talking about his app. The other guy is talking about how he's paying like thousands of dollars for this guy to, to video, to edit all of his video content. He's got this videographer following him around these agents in the audience. All they wanted to know is whether an agent could actually shoot video and, and edit it and do it themselves. Right. Yeah. And, and the amount of time that it takes, um, you know, it's, so that's awesome to hear that the majority of your stuff, you're doing on your own and, and other agents yeah. can do it right. Yeah. The more involved stuff. I mean, okay. So another plug, I mean, if you haven't seen the, the Freddie Mercury video, I mean, Frick, that <laughs> is funny. That is, that is some good <laughs> shit. So was that your concept? Did you come up with that? Yeah. All the, everything's my, I write all the scripts and everything's my ideas and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that one I actually almost didn't even release. I really? got it. And I saw it, I was like, fuck, I think, I don't know if that, is that like too much? Did I go like too far with this? So then I was like going back and forth. I was like, you know, whatever, I'm just going to post it. And then it became like one of the, the, it did all, I think the best or one of the best, like within reach and shares and stuff. So it was good that I I did ultimately share it, but yeah, it was a little like out there because it was the first one I kind of did that 
was like not a real scenario. I usually right. all my scripts are based, like I said, on, on real things. So then this was kind of really out there. So you're, you're saying that you're not a, a Freddie Mercury lookalike, uh, yeah. you know, doing. <laughs> well, I, I heard whenever I grow my mustache, people have told me that. So I was like, well, that'd be so funny if right. I did something with it. And then I was like, yeah. And then I bought the outfit, which that shit is not cheap. Like that, <laughs> that studded belt is like 55 bucks. I was buying this shit. I was like, what a rip off of this shitty belt. And so yeah, you're going like, to wear it more than once. I'm sure you will. Oh yeah. 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 Freddie's coming out a couple of times, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there, I know there's going to be agents listening to this and there's going to be people watching this and they're going to say, Oh yeah. But you know, it's so easy for him to get in front of the camera because he's a, he was a musician and used to being in front of people. And I mean, were you the lead singer? Were you a guitarist? Were you on the drums? No, I, was a, I, was a, I was a lead singer in one of them, but I was a guitarist uh, for most, for yeah. most of the touring and stuff. Um, but I would always tell like stupid jokes on stage too. Cause I'm, I'm a big fan of like punk rock music, like Blink-182, stuff like that. Right. They'd always tell jokes on, on stage and stuff. So I'd, I'd tell, I was comfortable telling jokes, but if you see my first, I'm going to dig some up and actually post them. My first couple uh, real estate videos. Yeah, send like me the links to those because I'll I'll post them up in the blog and and uh, put them where yeah. I need to put them so people can can see some of the first stuff. But yeah, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Continue. But I have stuff even stuff that I haven't posted that I have to dig up. Like okay. my first kind of like, you know, I'm talking about open houses and why you should do open houses. Like when I pretty much a month into real estate and they're like dreadful. They're so <laughs> bad. I, like yeah, so. I want so to find how many how many people. takes did it take you to to do to shoot the some of that first content? Like, did you just bang it out in one take, or was it twenty takes or thirty takes? Like, like when I very first started, real very estate, first started, yeah. Uh, that it would probably take me an hour to do like a minute video. Right. I I couldn't because I wanted every word to be Perfect. exact. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just and then and then when you look back. Yeah, I got every word right, but I have literally no, I'm like, hey guys, this is so good. And I like yeah. I'm monotone and I have no personality in it. So, right. I mean, I, you I just got to do it. Yeah. And that's great advice. And that was going to be the, you know, the next question was, was, you know, um, what would be your advice for an agent that's thinking about doing video? I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. It's, yeah, you know, almost mid April and we're like, you know, what is it almost 45 days into this thing? And, you know, there are a lot of agents that, you know, they have to embrace video at this point, right? Whether yeah. they're out previewing properties and getting people onto FaceTime or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, you know, I, I've been preaching this for years, just, you know, this is something that I've said from stage that I've said like multiple times, if you suck in real life, you're going to suck on video. Yeah. Right. And I think most people that I know don't suck in real life, but it's so funny. <laughs> Once they put a camera in front of their face, they're just, they clam up. It's like, I know paralysis I, I, by analysis. Right. Oh yeah, my God. Who's going to see this see video. That. It's like, okay, listen, when you post it up onto YouTube, your mom and your grandma are probably going to be the only two that see it. Exactly. Right? You're exactly. not going to, you're not Jimmy Fallon. You're not Matt Leonetti. Yeah. Right. Like, come on. Well, I get a lot of that too. Like, Oh, I want to do video, but I'm not funny. And I'm right. like, well, you don't have to be funny. You have to be yourself and you have to be genuine. And that's going to translate and that's going to attract like-minded people. And you're going to do videos that don't even, you don't, everything doesn't have to relate to real estate either. Like let people into your, your personal, what do you like? If you like, I don't know, horseback riding, talk about horseback riding and other people who like horseback riding are going to reach out. Right. You don't always have to talk about real estate. 
all you want is to start a conversation. Once you start a conversation, that can lead anywhere down the road. It doesn't always have to start with real estate. So I just tell people, yeah, go for it, do it, be yourself. And that's it. You'll get better at video as you keep doing it. Even film some that you know you're not going to post just to have the camera in front of you right. and maybe, you know, send it to some people in your brokerage or your family and get some, some tips. And then when you're comfortable, actually post one in a month or two, film it. But at least you have that practice of having the camera in front of you. Yeah, so. that's great advice, man. Absolutely great advice. I think the first video blog I did took me about 20 or 30 takes. So it was yeah. probably pretty close to an hour, right? And yeah, I had yeah, a yeah. flip cam. So it was like, I'd have to get up, <laughs> stop, right? Start, go back, sit back down. It's yeah. like, ah, fuck, this sucks. Get up or, nearly, you, or yeah. you, right? You mess nearly. it up or whatever. But, you know, it, not, not understanding the editing process yeah. at that point, yeah. right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, just start over. Like, I don't have to go and yeah. shut the camera off, right? If yeah, that video is, sure. you know, 10 minutes long, I just got to sit down and clip all the good, good parts out and string them together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you get so frustrated near the end too. When you're like, yeah. you're still going, you're like, damn, like I thought it was going to take a minute. It so you an use, hour. when you shoot your own stuff, you use Final Cut Pro? Yeah, I just switched over. I was using iMovie before. That oh, everyone, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, literally anyone can do it. Um, right. But yeah, I just switched over because the, the, the footage, I'm starting to shoot more footage. So it's just easier to do in a, in a bigger program. So I've switched to Final Cut Pro now. Right. But, yeah. Uh, I use yeah. something called ScreenFlow. Um, I'm Mac. Okay. I'm a Mac guy. So ScreenFlow yeah, so is nice. relatively inexpensive. It was only like a hundred bucks or something like that, but nice. Uh, nice. they send out updates every once in a while and they want you to buy the update. I think they've got like ScreenFlow 10 and I'm still on ScreenFlow 8, which is okay, whatever. I yeah. just don't want to buy the care. fucking updates. Right. So, I know it's always, yeah. 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 Yeah, they get you at the, they fuck you at the drive-thru, so to speak. But uh, <laughs> um, so tell me like what you talked that you talked about getting business from, from everything that you're doing right now. Um, you know, your, your videos are living on your Instagram, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you recommend to somebody that's, that's looking at, you know, other than we've, we've got kind of the, the equipment already down. We've already talked about, you know, get out of your own head and, and just, you know, start shooting. Um, don't stop. Just get a good editing program. Where would you be focusing your efforts? Like, if you were if you were coaching me right now and telling me, "Hey, you know, you're, you're really good on camera. You're so handsome, and your voice is just excellent," right? Because that's what you would say to me. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. <laughs> uh, your eyes are squinty because it's eight thirty in the morning, and you haven't had enough coffee yet. But you look okay. Um, you know, what would you say to me? Like, where would you, where would you recommend that I start posting to and, and how would you recommend that I start boosting to get views and all that kind of stuff? Right. So I, I actually do do a bit of this right now. So I always say it's trial and error. So if you're new to video, post something, post, uh, you know, tips and tricks, three tips and tricks to get your house ready for sale. Post it to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, keep track of your numbers, see where it's performing best because it will likely perform better on one platform. Um, so that's where I've just found mine perform the best on Instagram. I, I cross post it all to Facebook as well. Um, but see where it posts, where your stuff like has a home. So post your tips and tricks video, Facebook, Instagram, say it does better on Facebook. Okay. We'll do more of that for Facebook and then try something else for Instagram now. And then, so do like a funny, you know, just 
some funny video that you think is funny. Okay, post that. Okay, that didn't work at all. Okay, no one, they didn't understand my humor in that one. I'll try another funny video. So it's all trial, trial and error. See where you're performing best on what platform. And then once you kind of have a, an idea of what kind of content is working on the platforms, then you start pushing more of that out. Right. And then you try and get a couple different ideas. Um, so like, you know, a, a tips and tricks, like some cool, I, I do, well, I used to do a lot of like pictures and I would talk about my career and my, my life growing up and stuff. And more people than you know, actually relate to that and want to hear your story. Right. So post your story. Everyone, everyone has a story. So, right. Yeah. So. Are, are you using ads at all? Like, do you, do you do Insta ads or Facebook ads or are you like trying like YouTube? Like, yeah, like I, I, do. I, I was running YouTube ads. I, I actually forgot about one that was running. It ran for, I don't know, like six months. And I wound up with like 40,000 views on this one video that cost me like four or 500 bucks. It was crazy. Really? Yeah. I've never done YouTube, um, but I should look into that. It's um, relatively inexpensive. Like you're looking at three to eight cents per impression. Oh, really? Yeah. It's super, super cheap. I'll look into that then. Cause I've only, I only do uh, Instagram, Facebook, ads, right. mostly Instagram. And I drop like, I don't know when I have a nice, a good video that performs well, I, I only promote the ones that are performing better than the others. Right. Um, so I, like I, I uh, promoted the, the Freddie vid and stuff like that and push that out and I'll spend like 30 bucks a week on it. So, and if the engagement's good and that's another thing you have to get your engagement up because when the engagement's good, the algorithm pushes it out to more people anyways. Right. When you promote it, it's just like a boost. And, um, so, so that's, that's I mean, I that's, that's one of your, I noticed on all of your videos on, on your Instagram anyways, anybody, so any, anytime somebody comments, you're like right in there and you're, you're responding to that it, comment. Yeah, exactly. The engagement, it, it's really important in the first hour or two. So right. when I post a, you know, a video, um, the first hour or two, you should have your notifications on. So you get it kind of like a text when someone comments right. or likes, you know, and then you can, you know, you're working, but okay this person and then you just respond back thanks so much because i am you know i'm happy that people like it and i do want to thank them for commenting and checking it out right. um and then it just also ups your engagement as well so and it pushes right. out to more people and then yeah more more people see it the better chance you have of doing whatever you plan to do in the first place with the video so so the broke agent picked you up put you on their channel pushed you out. You must've seen some, some, uh, uh, you know, followers come as a result of that. Probably a, a pretty good boost. To some of your videos. I know yeah. Ryan Serhant also saw you as well. Right. Like kind of gave yeah. you an endorsement there too. So, uh, what was that yeah. like? So Ryan, Ryan Serhant. So I did his course and I was like one of the, um, I was one of the first 300 people in the world to complete his course. Okay. Or something like that. And then, um, yeah, he did this like cool endorsement for me. And now I'm kind of in the Surrey community and like I, he responds to, to stuff. So I posted my video of the Freddie video in that Surrey community and right. he commented on it. I love it. Like his, his marketing people reached out and stuff like that. It's really, really cool. That was like surreal because he was one of the reasons why I got into real estate. Right. Watching him on TV. And then when I'm actually kind of like, talking with them it's it's pretty cool 
Yeah, so, he's out of anybody on those shows. He's got to be probably the most down to earth, most real dude, right? Yeah. Like you know, yeah. those. I mean, not to get too deep into fucking million dollar listing or anything <laughs> like that, but you know, he was he was probably one of my favorite guys on there for sure. There's no question. Yeah, I actually yeah, really like cool. Luis too. Luis was pretty cool. Yeah, he is. He's a cool guy. He's a yeah, cool guy. I like those shows. I don't. I don't care. I think they're they're entertaining. They are. And yeah, Ryan Ryan was always my favorite. So when that when I could even have any sort of contact with him, I was like, that's crazy. And again, that goes back to just social media. Like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that was just not possible. You that's couldn't right. have any contact with someone you saw on TV. Right. Like it was near impossible. Yeah. Well, they were on Twitter. Most yeah. Of them. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Twitter. And then ah, you'd have Twitter. to just hope to God that they would tweet you back. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that was cool. And yeah, uh, Broke Agent was cool. And I, I found the Broke Agent from Ryan Sirhan, actually, because he endorsed Broke Agent's book. Right. And then the one that really started me, though, was a, uh, a place called Actually Agent. They're another meme. Right. Meme one. And they he reposted my first, the Shut the Front Door video. Okay. And that, that kind of started everything for me. That got me probably two or 300 followers. And then as you get more followers, the more shares, and then, and then it starts kind of like snowballing. Right. So, um, that was the first big one that kind of helped me boost up. So, so how much time per day are you spending on social media? Do you think? Well, right now, I mean, right now is, uh, okay, let's back up like six or eight yeah. weeks before all this shit happened. Like how much time per day or per week do you think you were spending? I mean, that's, that's a relevant question because it's something that people are going to ask, right? Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah. You seem like you're on social media all the time. That was a comment that I always got. How do you have time in the day to edit these, shoot these videos and edit them every single day of the week? And it's like fucking dummy. I shoot them yeah. all in one day. Like, yeah, I don't have time to shoot, you know, daily. So anyway. Yeah. So I do like one or two videos a week, probably. So um, I shoot them whenever I can, because a lot of the time my fiance is helping me with them. So, I, you know, she's a teacher. So I wait for her to get home or whatever, and I'll shoot them around her schedule. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just kind of, I don't spend, when I post a video, I spend more time on it because I want that engagement to go up. Right. And I mean, I do, like I have people in my inbox that I, I talk to regularly, like a lead that I pretty much exclusively talk to on Instagram. So, right. and that's where they feel most comfortable. It's not as like, I don't know, maybe it's just not as like kind of scary for them to be emailing or calling with an agent. They just want to kind of get updates and we chat on Instagram. So, I mean, I don't think it's bad. I mean, if you're, I talk to a lot of people on Facebook and Instagram more than just like call them or email them because right. it's not as formal and I don't know. So I've is found this, people, you know, is this like kind it. of your primary source of, of uh, lead generation now? Do you think it's, it's starting to be? Yeah, it is a, eh? um, before all this happened, open houses were a big one for me as well. Um, I did cold calling for a bit. Well, for like probably a year or two. I mean, it was okay in door knocking and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was just, I just found more and more. I just, you weren't, like people weren't picking up the phone. Most people don't even have house phones anymore. It's just getting harder and harder. Door knocking, the world we live in now, people are scared to answer the door. And I get it because I'm so intimidating and broad. And big, so <laughs> it's even, even harder when I go. Yeah. But 
I just found that, yeah, when I started doing the social media, I can't, it's like you can reach 200 people in five minutes. Right. 200 doors to knock takes like four hours. Right. <laughs> like, like, you know, depending on where you are. So. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, just, man. Yeah. So let's talk about the, the, the whole team thing. So, I, I mean, I had a team, um, you know, back in 2000 and from 2012 to about 2015. And uh, I won't bore you with the, all the details there. But, you know, I had, I had people come and go. Like, I had people leave my team. And some yeah. were really successful and others weren't, right? Um, you know, agents that are on teams right now, they're, they're on teams for a couple of different reasons. And, uh, again, not to go into those details, what, what gave you the confidence to – to say to yourself, you know what, I can do this on my own. I don't need the support of a team. Like what was it that was the catalyst to, to move you out of that position? Yeah. So, I mean, I started on teams and I think most, I think I really do recommend starting on a team because when you get thrown out into it, you really don't know what's going on. Um, So to have that experience and the support of a team to kind of guide you through everything, your first deals and stuff are amazing. And then by the, when you get, um, the experience, um, you just kind of, for me anyways, I was just like, well, I have the experience. I know what I'm doing. I'm getting most of my own leads anyways. And I'm doing my own thing. It was nothing to do with, you know, I love the people on the team. They were great people, but it was just like, I think I can, you know, do better for myself by myself and I can market things the way I want to do it. And now a big part of how I market and how I um, just present myself is just based on my personality and you can't right. always showcase that on a team and rightfully so they it's their team they want it run you know a certain way and I yep. totally get that but I knew if I wanted to kind of jump to the next level of how I want to do things I'd have to go solo I knew I had the experience and I could I could do it so I just took the jump and really happy I did so would you say that the confidence that, that came in was in part from the leads that you were generating on your own? Yeah, absolutely. Like you could yeah. kind of see the, the, see the road and you could see the, the amount of business that was opening up for you. And it was like, forget it. It's time. I'm, I'm going to jump out into this and I'm going to do my, my own thing because I, I can feed myself basically. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. I mean, per, per deal now you're, you're getting more money as well. So sure. even if you're not hitting the exact same amount you're probably hitting more or or a little less in actual gross income yeah i i agree with you man i i I think that if there were more agents at the start of their careers that jumped onto teams to learn the business you know i think that our agent community would be a little bit better experienced and probably it would be a little bit better of an experience from agent to agent, right? Um, you know, I've yeah. done plenty of deals with, with realtors on the other end going, Jesus, like you've been in the business how long and you don't know how to do this or do that? Like, why am I, I babysitting you, right? I've had to rewrite whole entire offers. Right. And, and tell them like, no, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to sign here. You have to sign here right now. Like, yeah. and I'm like, what, I, can I, like, I should be taking some of their commission. I'm yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> coaching them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. My dad was a commercial realtor for a long, long time, about 20, 25 years. His last deal that he did was a, it was a hotel that he sold in Prince George, BC. And um, the agent was from Vancouver 
and was a residential realtor, had never done yeah. a commercial deal before. And this, this was not your standard commercial deal. It was basically a, a stock um, swap. It was a purchase of stocks and a company and stuff like that. Anyways, the, the agent brought the offer on a residential purchase contract. Nice. <laughs> my, right, dad, like, so my dad had to rewrite the whole thing, you know, yeah. met with all the lawyers. It was like, you know, I remember talking to my dad about that. He's like, this guy should be getting nothing. He was just pissed with the fact that this guy was going to get 1% of this eight and a half million dollar hotel. Purchase, yeah. Right. So I agree. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, I, I don't even touch commercial personally. It's just not yeah. my wheelhouse at all. And it would not be in the best interest for my clients. So right. I, uh, I refer that out for sure. You have, and more agents have to do that as well because they try and do everything. Yeah. And even if, you know, I'm not going to try and buy it three, four hours out of Toronto, I'm not going to represent them. I don't know anything about the area, you know? Right. So I'll refer it to someone who does. Yeah. You can't be greedy like that. So I agree. that's just how I look at it. So what's, what's next for, for Matt during this whole COVID-19 thing, how are you coping with everything? Um, you know, your wife's a teacher, obviously she's not, yeah. she's not working right now. Yeah. Um, so how is, how is, how are you uh, reshaping your business in, in the middle of this whole thing? Yeah. So I'm, I'm just <clears throat> continuing the video. I'm trying not to touch on it too much. Um, there, I see so many memes from realtors and trying to make fun of the COVID thing. And it's just like, getting so old people are seeing it everywhere so i'm just trying to you know when people come to my page like a breath of fresh air they're not really surrounded by that i'll touch on it a little bit i'll talk about it to clients um in you know in emails or whatever but i'm just continuing my my videos i'm getting my website i have a website that i'm kind of redoing my brother's a graphic designer web designer so he does all that for me on the back end Mm -hmm. um, so I'm kind of redoing all that stuff, uh, you know, looking at the database, seeing what's going on there, making sure everything's intact, just a lot of the backend boring stuff. Right. And then a lot of video and that's right. all you can really do. I mean, I really don't think you should be unless people absolutely need to buy or sell right now. I don't think you should just be pumping out listings or, or right. going, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's a good look on you because you know so many people are, are really worried about this and it, it's affecting a lot of people and it's not in the best interest for your clients if they really don't have to in my opinion so um i'm just kind of i had a listing that was going to come out like a week or two ago and i've i've pushed it it was completely staged photos it was marketed ready to go mm. and i pulled the plug and well you know it just wasn't in the best interest Right. And actually it, it showed well because the the house across the street went up because we were supposed to go up at the same time and they're sitting on the market. So, Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. So, so you, you, you were able to read the market and kind of make that, that uh, judgment call and advise your clients in kind of the right direction. And, and the guy across the street didn't have the same recommendation and look at where they're at sort of thing. Right. So yeah, it's almost like yeah. your clients are like, Jesus. Yeah. He was right. Like, look at these guys. Yeah. And I'll always do that for me. Like, it's not about, I always say that, like, it's not, I just don't want to, you know, make my commission and get out. Like I want you guys to make the most amount of money. I want you to save the most on your buy. And I was like, I just don't see it for what we had to, for what they wanted to make. I was like, I don't see that happening right now. And you know, you, you touched on something um, 
important. And I think it's something that a lot of agents really aren't focused on right now. And that is that you're going to continue to do your videos, right? There's a lot of coaches right now that are, that are coaching their, their agents around, oh, you got to do database cleanup. You got to, you know, make sure that you dig into your CRM and I'm doing that. Like I, you know, 30 minutes a day. That's all I spend on it. I go in and I update all of my deals and make sure all the transaction anniversaries are updated and, you know, emails and phone numbers and all the rest of that shit. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm spending a little bit of time on that daily, but it's not the focus, right? Um, my focus yeah. is, right now is creating content. Your focus yeah. right now is creating content, right? Yeah. Pushing that content out. Um, you know, I've got a little bit of a different audience and a different platform, the reasoning behind these real conversations is to continually push my, my brand and, and these podcasts that get me in front of more and more faces, um, which eventually when this whole thing ends, potentially more and more stages, um, you know, and more and more referrals. I, I do a lot of business from agent to agent referrals, right? So if I can, yeah. if I can put really good content out to my community, you know, I'm going to wind up reaping the benefits somewhere down the line. Um, and totally. You know, you touched on that. I think agents are, we're, they're just so linear in their, in their thought process in terms of marketing, right? It's like, well, if I don't have a listing to market, I don't have anything to market, yeah. right? Or if I didn't just sell a house, I don't have anything to, to advertise or market. It's like, no, you've got yourself. Yeah. If you've got content that you can put out, just rethink what, what you've been doing. What would your advice be on some of, on some of this? I know we already kind of touched on the video stuff and the, in the type of content, but you know, if I don't want to do video, what else could I be doing? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, I mean, if you don't want to do video, I think video is so good though, because for people who don't know you, like they can get to know a bit of your personality and if they'll kind of hit it off with you from a video, if you're genuine. So, and they can read when you're genuine and when you're not. So don't try and be something you're not. I see way too many agents with the the fucking Gucci belts and driving their Mercedes that they can't afford. I can't stand that shit. Yeah. So like, I mean, where you're, you know, do what you want to do, but like, don't, it doesn't have your Gucci belt doesn't have to be in every picture you take, you know? Right. So like, um, that should be, be yourself. that's a good concept video, right? Like you're like, okay, you got to make sure I get this Gucci belt. But yeah. You know, that belt isn't going to be 55 bucks. It's going to be 255 bucks. So yeah. You know, yeah. Might want to watch so, your pennies right now. Yeah, seriously. So like, just be yourself. Don't be something that you're not. Like when I got into the business, I thought like I had to wear suits all the time. I had to be a certain way. And like, it's not the case. You just literally have to be yourself. And that's what's going to happen. So if you don't want to do video, I mean, I think you should do video. Like I really do and just get better at it, but you can post anything. Just don't post what everyone else is posting like right. all you see is like a house that says open house you know this saturday this sunday just sold just listed like there you can't i can't even differentiate half the agent's pages anymore like right. they all look the exact same yeah and, and it's hilarious because a lot of people around here are like they're doing all these like seminars about how to market and i always think it's funny because i go and look at their page and it's the exact same as theirs. Like you're literally doing nothing differently. Right. And the only reason why they're getting engagement is because they're pumping thousands of dollars into ads. Yeah. So, I mean, if you keep pumping money, yeah, sure. People are going to see it. But I mean, to me personally, if I see a, a fucking lunatic dresses, Freddie Mercury and a house that says just listed, I'm probably going to click on the 
Freddie Mercury. Right. <laughs> like yeah. that's just for for whatever reason, because I'm an idiot, because you like Freddie Mercury for whatever reason, but I think I'll win the click battle. Yeah. That's, you know, a lot of the because I'm a realtor and you're a realtor, so I'm sure all the ads you see are other realtor ads anyways. So all the ads I see are just exactly what I said, the the house just listed, just sold. Like there's a better way to do that as yeah. well. Like you can you can market, you're just listed, you're just sold. Um, I did one just sold and instead of putting my picture, I put a picture of me when I was like five years old and I made a joke that like, you know, most agents use pictures from 25 years ago. So I thought I'd start doing the same. Right. Yeah. And that thing got, it blew up, got a ton of comments, ton of reach engagement. I got a ton of personal messages, a little same, same thing as what everyone else is doing, but I just put a picture of myself when I was five and it, if you look at the engagement compared to another one that just says just sold with their headshot, it just got way more engagement and way more reach. So there's different ways to do stuff. Um, Just look at what people, what you want to do and then use other agents as inspiration. So like if you want to talk about COVID um, look at what other people are doing and don't do that. Do the opposite. Yeah, use yeah. some of it, but do something that is going to differentiate you. So right. whatever that is. And like, I use humor because I don't know. I just, I think, thing is, I just think I'm funny. But I, I don't know if people are going to think, I just think I'm fine. My fiance, like, if you ask her, I'm not funny at all. But <laughs> I'm, I'm telling her the ideas and I'm like crying, laughing. I'm like, this guy's <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So is that, is that kind of how you're keeping your, your, your mindset uh, these days, like your mind, right? I mean, this it's, it's tough. You know, I've had some pretty tough days the last couple of weeks here and uh, you know um, some people cope with this kind of thing differently. I mean, you know, keeping busy, I think is absolutely key. And so for you, it's like the content creation and you know, some of the database cleanup, like what are some of the things that you're doing right now just to kind of keep yourself focused and driven and keep your mind right? Yeah, like a lot of it is based around the videos right now because I feel like the videos or any content is just going to keep you top of mind when this stuff is over. Mm-hmm. So just keep pumping out your content. If you're not pumping out content yet, this is a great time to start, like you were yes. saying earlier, um, and just try different shit. I I'm I love doing the videos, so it's really keeping me um, like my mind like at ease, and it's keeping me just sane at this yeah. point. Um, because there's a lot of stuff we can't do so but in the grand scheme of things like you know we got to just you got to just take a step back we now know like business isn't everything real estate isn't everything take some time with your family too like just chill out have some like you don't that's another thing I can't stand so many agents try and make it like they are working 24 seven. Right. You, you don't have to be, and it makes people insecure who aren't working 24 seven, but no right. one's working 24 seven. That's like, right. Like no one's always on the grind. And I can't stand that. Like you spend time with your family. I'd rather do, I'd rather do 25 deals and have a bunch of family time than do 45, 50 deals and not see my family at all. Yes. Yeah. That's just how I am. Yeah. So it's definitely a balance. So take some time with your family. 
don't stop don't take your foot off the pedal but like just try some stuff that you this is a great time to try stuff you've always wanted to try start that's a podcast. great advice man yeah. i love that yeah and i think that's a probably a good way to end this end this podcast i i would rather end it on a joke but uh Times are, times are what they are right now. So um, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, how they can hook up with you, um, you know, uh, websites, uh, you know, handles, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So Instagram is my main one. Follow me, uh, Matt.Leonetti. I got Facebook. Uh, I don't have Twitter anymore. I got rid of that. I have TikTok, but I don't know what the hell's going on with it. So <laughs> I don't know what the hell that shit is. I, yeah. I put, put all my professional videos on there and stuff. They get like no views. I post a video of my fiance, like putting a Cheerio box in front of her because she doesn't want to talk to me and it gets like a thousand views. So I don't know <laughs> how the hell that shit works. So, but you can follow me on there if you want, but it's, it's dreadful. Um, and then yeah, leonettirealty.com is my site that's kind of getting reworked at the moment. And yeah, that's kind of where, uh, if you ever want to reach out and just chat, I, I usually always respond. Unless you're just like trying to sell me something, then I'm not into it. But yeah. And that's another thing just before we leave. Yeah. Don't start with just trying to sell something, get to know someone, build rapport, and right. then go into whatever the hell your sales pitch is. Yeah. Don't, yeah. If you're, yeah. if you're, if you're on LinkedIn and uh, you reach out to me and say hello, and then I don't respond to you and then you jump into your sales pitch, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Right. If so I don't, if I go. don't respond to you, it means I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. So yeah. it's, it's like we're standing there face to face or six feet apart and you say hello <laughs> and I want to start to turn and walk away and you grab me by the arm and you turn me around and then you start pitching me. It's like, fuck off. I'm yeah. not, I'm not gonna, I don't want to listen to you. Go away. Goodbye. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, let's end it there then. Sweet. There you All go. All right, man. Hey, listen, uh, just stick around. I, I, I just want to say a couple of thank yous and stuff and chat with you after the recording is over. So yeah, um, for sure. Stick around. So we'll take it out. Thank you so much, Matt. Um, again, you can find Matt on Instagram, find him on Facebook, find him on YouTube as well. Just go ahead and Google his name. Uh, what is that? Leonettirealty.com. That's the website. Yeah, that's the yeah. website. It's getting reworked right now, but yeah. Yeah. So feel free to reach out to him like I did, uh, you know, have that conversation and don't sell. That's all we got for you. Hope you guys are having a great day. Take care.